Hello everyone, my name is Guduraj Singh Khalsa, and this is my poetry podcast, episode one. Today we're going to be looking at a poem by Victoria Chang named Obit, in quotations, Music. Let me begin. Music, died on August 7th, 2015. I made a video with old pictures and music for the funeral. I picked Hallelujah in acapella, because they weren't really singing, but actually crying. When my children came into the room, I pretended I was writing. Instead, I looked at my mother's old photos, the fabric patterns on all her shirts, the way she held her hands together at the front of her body. In each picture, the small brown purse that now sits under my desk. At the funeral, my brother-in-law kept turning the music down. When he wasn't looking, I turned the music up, because I wanted these people to feel what I felt. When I wasn't looking, he turned it down again. At the end of the day, someone took the monitor and speakers away, but the music was still there. This is my first understanding of grief. So straight off the bat, when we look at this poem, there's a, a lot of repetition of, of I. Obviously, the poem itself is written in first person from the speaker's point of view at her mother's funeral. And this poem itself is an obituary of her mother after passing. But regardless, there's a huge emphasis on I. There's a lot of I everywhere. Um, and an interesting detail is that on either side of each eye is double-spaced, um, making each eye kind of alone from the rest of the words around it. And this mimics the feeling that the speaker has while at the funeral. Her children are there, her brother-in-law is there, other people are probably there as well, despite the fact that they're not mentioned in the poem, but she feels alone despite being next to all these other people. Following that, if we look at some of the imagery in the poem, there's a lot of imagery used to describe her mother's physical appearance um, while she was still alive, the way her hands are held, the color and shape of the bag, the pattern on her shirts. There's a lot of detail given to the dead mother. Um, because at this point, she's still holding on to the, onto the memories and still doesn't want to accept the fact that her mother has passed. Um, besides that, there's imagery that's used for one other human being in the poem, and that's for her brother-in-law, as I mentioned before. And he is only mentioned there because he's, he keeps turning down the music that she keeps turning up. And there's a quote here that I picked hallelujah and acapella because they weren't really singing, but actually crying. And she chose this for a reason, which I'll get into later. But it created a certain mood that she wanted everyone else to feel. And that was her mood of sadness, of loneliness, of grief and crying. And at the end, when they take away the monitor and speakers and the music is still there, what she's really saying there is that she was still crying and that the music was no longer masking it. And when she was trying to create the mood of, of sadness and crying, she chose that specific piece of music because it 
resonated with her at that moment. As a side note, the, the poem itself, if you look at its physical appearance, is written in a long and thin form. And in connection to the title of the poem, Obit, this long and thin form makes it kind of mimic an obituary that you would see in a newspaper, kind of one of those newspaper columns. With that reading and analysis of the poem Obit by this poet, that concludes the first episode of my poetry podcast.